Whether you're searching for record players or pianos, how you pay matters. Visa helps protect you from payment fraud online. Visa, a network working for everyone. Hello, listeners. Before you get into the latest PS5 episode, I'm here to let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad-free and up to three days early. Not only that, you can also gain access to Patreon-exclusive PlayStation shows that focus on sales numbers, all-time lists, showcase predictions, and more. Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 or click the link in the description to join our PlayStation community and show your support. Now, enjoy the show. Incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to L- welcome back to LPS Five, the latest PS Five podcast, your weekly dose of all the PlayStation news and the freshest news that you probably won't even hear anywhere else. And we've got some crackers for you today. Uh, this is episode ninety-seven. We've been doing this ninety-seven times, mate. Mm. Please, yeah. With me as always is my co-host, Mister Sonny Sangera. How are you doing, man? I'm a bit pissed off, you know. Really? Yeah, like we've been doing it for 97 episodes, yeah? Yeah. And nobody compliments our voice. <laughs> but as soon as, as soon as we get uh, the wonderful Demi on board to record the intro and a few advertisements, people emailing talking about how they like her voice. Well. And I'm like, bitch, please. What about us? <laughs> 97 episodes, 30-something latest PSX, rumor mills, all this shit. But... Y'all just want to talk about Demi's voice. You know what ah, I mean? Like, it's not say? cool, man. It's just a different, the contrast to it. And they always say that X evil, X always sells in it. So, hey, well, cheers anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your contributions anyway. But anyway, uh, this week we've got some interesting uh, stories, acquisitions. We've got investments. We've got uh, industry investments, stuff, more investments from Sony. Uh, we've got Fever Crossway, uh, Crossplay um, News. Uh, we've got more titles to support VRR, that variable refresh rate, and more. So you don't want to miss any bits of this episode today. Uh, but before we dive into any of those news articles, uh, what have you been playing, man? What are you doing? Because you've done, um, you've done uh, Horizon now, and it's so what, yeah, Horizon's been done. So um, I'm just bouncing between three games at the moment. Um, so I'm playing eFootball online, just trashing people's dreams online. Like <laughs> it was so funny because. Um, let me tell you a story. I was, uh, I thought my son was playing FIFA, right? Yeah. So I went into the kitchen, blah, blah, blah. Come on. And I realized he's playing eFootball on my account and he's losing. Who knew? Looking those averages time. there. Ooh. And, I, and I was just staring at him for about mm-hmm. five seconds, thinking, do I bang you out for like. <laughs> the discretional like you know shit that you're doing to my record i was like most people who know e-football would understand what that means yeah so i basically said okay this is a life learning opportunity now so i was like son move over give me the pad let me show you how to destroy people <laughs> yeah game finished five two <laughs> nice that's what we're so, talking about results yeah and, and, and he was just looking at me like a superman or batman or something and i was just yeah, like, like you're liverpool out. like you're liverpool i was like, like uh, yeah, yeah. i was like this geezer thinks he's a uh, beating lifestyle flashy i don't think so <laughs> so literally uh smoked in one but yeah uh nice. e-football going through gran turismo seven slowly and just loving wwe 2k same as last week same three mm. games what about you Nice, nice, nice. So yeah, I'm um, swimming through uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Finally! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I managed to get that key piece of equipment that enables Aloy now to dive deeper than she's ever dived before. And man, it's still a oh my god man it's hard work yeah so i've managed to find poseidon i believe well i found the area where poseidon's based and i'm now just trying to swim through these trenches trying to avoid all these different um robots and machines mechs whatever you mm. know you got snap malls down there you've got these other brand new massive 
you know monsters down there uh, and i'm just trying to find the entrance into poseidon and i think i found it you know i swam pretty much every single inch of this place and i didn't remember what the guy mentioned he said look for the red door i was just too busy just having fun <laughs> you know what i mean and yeah, i managed yeah, to find yeah. a glitch i found a glitch in the game which i thought was um you know because you're going through some builders and you just look at them and you think okay they're quite detailed because you can actually see into them so i managed to glitch into one of these buildings like on the left and I thought, okay, this is interesting, but this can't just be like background settings because they've gone into a lot of detail with this. And I'm floating around this whole level. And there's like, they've got downstairs, they've got upstairs, and they've got like different um, hidden areas. And I'm thinking, yeah, I've just seriously glitched, haven't I? I've, I've, oh, this, wait, I shouldn't be wait, there right wait, now. Is that in the dome? Yeah, it's not in, it's, yeah, it's like to the left. Yeah, I think it's where the, um, there's a, is there a, the Eiffel Tower's there, isn't it? Yes, I, think it's I did the, the same Tower. thing. I did the same thing. I went yeah. to the edge. Yeah, and I ended up in just some electrical yeah, building, yeah. and I was like, "Huh, what's this?" And then I started jumping around in them, and I was just like, "I'm not." Oh, I couldn't jump. Here. I can't jump yet. I can't jump. I was just. I'm still swimming around. Yeah, no, so I'm no, thinking, no I Was get, this where I'm like, supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did the same. I was like, I, yeah. I'm out of the game, but there's a lot of yeah. detail here. And then <laughs> I had to, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to zigzag my way and jump back over the cliff. And get back you know out. I mean? Yeah, just to get yeah, back yeah. out. I was just like, but I was like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It was weird, but like, <laughs> I mean. Credit to Gorilla Greens. They've made an amazing game, but come on, man, there's a whole lot of holes in this thing. Dude, I'll tell you <laughs> what, though, I, I, tell, I love the um, the water bits because mm. it's t you can't attack. You can just hide or get away, yeah, and yeah, it just yeah, changes right the dynamic. Yeah, it just evade. Yeah, yeah. It's Snap more has man. never been so scary. Yeah, exactly. Not even that. There's like the, these underwater borrowers as well. You know, the, the smaller ones. Yeah, mm. so even those are threatening now. And I had two of them pretty much doing like a Velociraptor attack, trying to get me. You know what I mean? And as soon as I mm. heard them like trying to accelerate, I had to just kind of die out the way. Uh, but yeah, man, it's a lot of fun. So I can't wait to dive back into that literally. Excellent. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, continue that and uh, save Poseidon or rescue Poseidon, or whatever. But um, anyway, mm -hmm. so that's that's what we're playing so far. But um, but yeah, we're gonna dive straight into these games. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, like we said, we're here every single week giving you the latest PlayStation news from all over the world and some of the freshest stuff which you probably wouldn't even hear anywhere else. So make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if you want to get to us, you can contact us at Twitter. Um, at latest PS5 or by email the latest PS5 at gmail.com. But enough of that. Oh, and don't and don't forget, we got Patreon as well. So go check us out on Patreon because we'd love the support. But anyway, let's dive into these news, man. What you got for us? Okay, so we've got six pieces of news this week, as we always do. Number one, another massive acquisition has hit the gaming industry as Embracer Group, they're back, dun, dun, dun. will acquire. Idus Montreal, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix Montreal, alongside a catalogue of IP to go with them. Nice. Notable titles included are Deus Ex, Tomb Raider, Thief, Legacy of Cain, and a back catalogue of more than 50 games from the publisher. In the biggest surprise, however, Embracer acquired the lot for just $300 million. Hey, what? <laughs> which is a small portion compared to other recent acquisitions, right? Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't end Western developed releases for Square Enix, though, as it is retaining its publishing arm for games from external teams like Outriders, Life is Strange, and Just Cause. So let's stop there before we move on more into this story, Alex. The Embracer yep. Group, they got hundreds and hundreds of studios. I think it's like 124 yeah. now. Um, oh, they're killing it right now. I mean, they got, are what, obviously THQ, they, Nordic, they, they got Clutch. They've got uh, who else have they got? They got Power. Well, they're the, they're, the, they're the great hope against Tencent, you know, and NetEase. <laughs> they're they're protecting, it. but again, but I mean, how did Sony or Microsoft not see Idus Montreal, Crystal Dynamics, and right? you know that all these IPs like Tomb Raider and Thief and everything, you know, yeah, 300 million. Have, I mean, Tomb yeah, Raider alone. Developed, yeah, they developed on Sony's platform, so it would have made sense for them to acquire them. But obviously, they've, they've got their eyes on uh, the bigger fries, I guess, and uh, I guess we're going to bump into that a bit later. But yeah, Embracer Group, I mean, they're just, they're, they're, what do they say? Are they they bearing it right now? Are they bears mm -hmm. or bulls? Anyway, they're just sweeping up right now. They're killing it right now. Like we said earlier, THQ Nordic, they've got Koch Media, they've got Amplifier, and like those key games that you're talking about. Deus Ex, Tomb Raider. I mean, Tomb Raider alone. Mm. I mean, obviously, Tony would have made... They would have made a mint with that. You know, they would have actually made a decent, you know, um, video to film game um, that we haven't seen, you know, in a long time. And even though uh, Uncharted was pretty good. 
<clears throat> but I, anyway, I thought I thought the last Tomb Raider film was decent. Um, was it? I just I but gave it a miss. Compa- I gave no, it a comp- serious person. It's, it's it's all right. It's all right. It's 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 decent. It's a, it's a it's a Is good it? one watch. But um, sticking with obviously this acquisition from the Embracer Group, obviously something else that was Western developed by Square Enix, Marvel's Avengers, also finds itself a new home at Embracer Group following Square Enix's sale of its major Western IPs. But the future of the game remains uncertain for now as Marvel itself will need to approve any future content. When asked in an investor call if Marvel Avengers and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy will be included in the acquisition, Lars Wingerfors, CEO of Embracer Group, replied, all games that have been developed by the studios are included in the transaction. However, a number of external approvals are needed from external partners in order to close this transaction. And potentially licenses, as you mentioned here, could be one of those approvals needed. So obviously, Marvel's Avengers, developed by Crystal Dynamics, it's there. They do have you know content that has constantly come out since launch. They've also given that up, you know what I mean? And before anyone's thinking, oh my God, how could Square? I mean, Square, I think, lost $200 million on Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy um, because it was just like unlimited budgets to get those yeah. games out. I think they just had enough because they look at the likes of Final Fantasy and they're like, we don't need these Western developed games. We just need to yeah. focus on the Japanese side of things. But I, think, I mean, I I'm not going to lie. I'll be happy mm-hmm. if there's no more content for Marvel's Avengers, man. <laughs> I don't think you're alone with that statement. I mean, Marvel's Avengers was like the biggest hope that they had and they just dropped the ball, seriously. I mean, the characters didn't even look the same. Not only that, the stories from, you know, players that played the game just wasn't on par with the likes of the Infinity Saga. You know, if you've come out with something as, you know, profound as Infinity Saga and what Marvel's been doing lately, you can't come up with a half or subpar game. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it sounds like a a, a good move though on on um, on Square Enix's part, you know, because apparently what they're looking to do is to transition into the future. So um, it says here that the transition will insist the company in adapting to changes on the way that in the global business environment, uh, establishing a more efficient allocation of resources, which will enhance corporate value by accelerating growth in the company's core businesses in the digital entertainment domain. In addition. But transaction enables the launch of new businesses by uh, moving forward with investments in fields, including blockchain, AI, and the cloud. It's crazy. You know, uh, obviously Square have got a little bit of a cash injection. They can use what they want. But um, the big thing for us as gamers, as well as finally, um, the Embracer Group has promised to develop new entries in classic gaming franchises, including Deus Ex, Thief, following its acquisition a new tomb raider game which is what everybody wants was already in development at crystal dynamics who are also Mm. developing um the perfect dark reboot with oh yes random studio for microsoft but um yeah yeah. yeah. good times good times it is is good times and i think um i think it's it's good i mean the fact is that they're actually going to be moving into these new areas i mean everything is now pushing more online so will we start seeing things like nfts from um companies like square enix you know i mean it's like they've got i think companies now starting to realize that they've got some really key and valuable ips that will you know that can develop into what this new world that we're all embracing you know we're talking about meta every, every single week it seems and obviously they're looking to focus on their core um yeah, core markets like what Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts. You know, what if they could just make like a VR world with those two games? You know, it makes sense to just balance your resource into that because they kill whenever they sell. You know what I mean? They, you know, they they sell a bit of a mint. So, mm. um, yeah, man, I'm 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 loving it. But like you said, it's the war against Tencent. <laughs> it is. Jeez. It is indeed. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a bigger acquisition. It's an amazing acquisition for Embracer Group. And it'll be really interesting to see what happens in the future of those IPs. But that's not the only investment that's been happening over the last few days, is it, Alex? No, no, no. Okay, so uh, Sony's latest investment has been revealed, uh, though it's not a an acquisition, but rather a financial investment in a company called Axelbyte that provides back-end services for live service games from matchmaking to cloud progression, lobbies, etc. The report comes from website TechCrunch, uh, and though it doesn't say exactly how much Sony put in, it does say that Axelbyte raised $60 million in its most recent round of funding. Other investors include NetEase, and some of Axelbyte's current clients include Remedy Entertainment, 
um, Deep Silver, Volition, uh, Volition uh, Crafton, and 1047 Games. Axelbyte will start in, in uh, started in 2016 by uh, Janali Lee, uh, who also runs the company as a Chief Executive Officer. Um, Lee wants to make the tools uh, for live service games available for more developers. Uh, and he goes on to say, many of those creators have started building live service games and they simultaneously realize how difficult it is to build and scale uh, a scalable back end platform from scratch, said Lee in an interview. This results in delayed ship dates, uh, titles that have trouble scaling on launch and have a backlog of live service features that are never implemented in game. Kind of like what um, uh, Halo Infinity is going through right now. Mm -hmm. um, um, building a bespoke backend platform uh, detracts and diverts resources away from what game makers really want to spend their time on, perfecting core gameplay loop for their players. Something so, uh, that Bungie focused on more than anything, and that's uh, why they're doing it, and why Epic paid crazy amounts for theirs, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, it goes on saying that Lin Tao, the senior vice president of finance and corporate development and strategy at Sony, said of the investment, building massive and extensive online worlds requires significant technical infrastructure to ensure creators can achieve their vision. Wow. So Sony is not finished, you know, with their shopping spree, you know, and mm -hmm. it's like, it seems like they're just making, well, obviously this is not an acquisition, but like, as it said, but it's, um, they're definitely investing in the right directions now, aren't they? Massively. And this is a key part because when you look from a hardware standpoint and a software standpoint in the PS5, one of mm -hmm. the shrewdest moves that they did is they paid to have Kraken technology in the playstation and now you're mm. looking at it from a game development standpoint they spent so much on bungie to get the mind the minds behind a successful triple a on live game and mm. now they're looking at and, and obviously bungie and haven and all these other companies that are working with sony to make these open games mm -hmm. have spoken about you know these are the issues these are the problems this is the time consumption sony have looked at it and they're like right we need to buy and then we need to invest in this technology to make sure that our transition, because you own, you can make, we spoke about the story months ago about Sony saying they've got 10 live service games in development. You just need one to hit one out of that 10 just needs to land into the millions and millions of players. And you have sustainable revenue Genshin impact. It's made billions in revenue since launch Fortnite. It's made more than countries have ever earned you know, in its life, um, Apex Legends, Overwatch before it got destroyed, oh, yeah. you know, all these games, if you can just hit for a year, you just recoup all that money, you know, mm -hmm. and Sony are looking at it now, you know, they're already making now a quarter of a billion a year from Destiny, but yeah, you get the one that hits hard, you need the right, it needs the right fundamentals working in harmony with the most important thing, which is the game loop. People are yeah. not going to play the game if it's shit, right? And yeah, there's nothing true. to do. And Anthem was the biggest, like, you know, casualty from a big publisher in EA. So Sony are looking at it and they're, they're, they're making sure that they've got their foundations for a live service game ready, mm. you know, to be implemented. And it's really, really smart. Um, and again, it, it, if you're a big shareholder in a company like this, your games go to the top of the list, don't they, in terms of who yeah. you're supporting and who you're developing. I bet if Sony could buy them, they probably would have tried to buy them. So Would have. They would have. And like, yeah, like you said, I mean, they're, they're looking to push forward on this, um, you know, live service games. And it just makes sense. But it's not going to detract away, obviously, from their core, you know, story, single-player campaign games, because obviously they, they smash up the park. You look at this. They've, they've invested hundreds and hundreds of millions to epic for what unreal engine 5 they've invested billions mm. to get bungie and get those mines they've yeah. invested millions into this they've missed they just keep investing in technologies that are going to future proof them and they're looking down the line which is amazing you know and yeah. people will look at it and think yeah but you could have spent that money on buying capcom or square but it's not just always about that you need to future proof your technologies you know and nintendo <laughs> will yeah. be looking at, you know, they've probably or will be working with companies similar to this. You know, I know Nintendo like to keep everything in-house, but they're looking 
at the future of a you know a coherent Mario world online just for Mario Kart where it's always on and people can always play because it is like that literally the, the current Mario yeah. Kart is a service game because you just it is you know it's they just updated difference. it right with the expansion exactly. pack like that should have been Mario the, the game that you've been banging on about for the past 18 <laughs> months you know what I mean they just decided to stick as a DLC and I'm sure you even mentioned that in one of the episodes oh I did I um, took the piss you know what I mean <laughs> and it happened they it's thought, just, oh, that's a great idea <laughs> but like they're, they're looking at it like you know these the, the this is what we need for the future. Let's go for it. And it's a super smart acquisition. Um, and it's just similar as well when they bought Nixus for PC ports. Mm. They're just buying yeah. things that are quality of life for Sony themselves. They're buying that. You know what I mean? So massive, massive I one. Like I on say that well, that Junai, the Junai, I can't tell it guys. Junai Ely Lee, uh, who runs the company Axelbyte. He's actually a former, former back-end engineer for Epic you know, so just mm. as you're talking about Epic and Unreal, they're, they're understanding that, like, where the future's heading, you know. So this whole uh, uh, what's it called? Ready Player One scenario, you know, that's slowly being built. Sony wants to be on the forefront of that, you know, when mm. the PSVR 2 hits. This is going to be Ooh-wee. the first step into it, man. So exciting times. The Macallan, in collaboration with Mogwai, the coming together of two celebrated Scottish names to honour the oldest ever single malt whiskey from the Macallan. The Reach is an 81-year-old single malt which reflects the Macallan's history, ingenuity and unmistakable strength of character. The brand has collaborated with Mogwai to compose an original song to pay homage to The Reach. Discover more at themacallan.com. Must be 18 or over. Please savour the Macallan responsibly. Visit bedrinkaware.co.uk for the facts. Football is so much more than just the score. And the same is true of the LiveScore app. You probably know LiveScore for real-time updates and in-play stats, but what about their pre- and post-match offerings? We're talking breaking team news, player stats, match highlights, lineups, and live league tables all rolled into one match page. And don't miss exclusive content on all things football, from the latest transfer news to expert analysis and insight, only on LiveScore's watch section. Download the free LiveScore app from the App Store or Google Play. LiveScore. It's more than a score. Okay. Um, It is exciting indeed, Alex. Um, Another little bit of exciting news. It's not big news, but it's exciting because it tells us what Sony are focusing on as well in the future. Number three. A new job listing from PlayStation shows that it is hiring for a director of corporate development, which it describes as someone who is responsible for identifying inorganic growth opportunities through acquisitions, investments, and joint ventures. Spotted on Twitter, the listing does read similarly to one posted by Microsoft looking for a manager to identify and evaluate transformative growth opportunities. This follows on from previous comments made by Jim Ryan, who openly discussed Sony's intentions to acquire more studios so again everything's open nothing's there you know nothing's being no stone is being left and turned that's the saying i was looking for but they are focusing on the tech side and they're still looking and they're still opening because it isn't just about going for the biggest dogs in the yard because then i mean that 60 70 billion dollars is looking like a complete utter waste of money you know at the moment you know because it's morphing into something that microsoft definitely did not want to do you know and yeah. now it's like you're spending 70 billion but you're still releasing it on your competitors so it's just it's like okay yeah. but but it's I mean, all about engagement though they're looking at engagement and like you know with, oh yeah uh, definitely you know with, uh, square enix looking at as well blockchain and you know people looking at well different companies looking at to monetize we, right you look at it like this the, you look at it like this if Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, it doesn't matter what you're playing, as long as you're playing on the platform. If you are logged in to their online account, that's a digital metaverse for them. You know what yeah. I mean? You're logged in. The PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, and is it called Nintendo Online or Nintendo? It's Nintendo yeah, Online. Nintendo Online. Those yeah. three things are their own little metas, and it will become more meta because they will start making it like uh, Nintendo has the Miis, uh microsoft mm. have the avatars, the avatars you know yeah, and yeah. things like that and that's what a metaverse is but if you if you're playing if there's across your whole system like 30 40 million people online a week playing different games on the playstation network if you have a hub 
a central hub for it that's your meta right there you know what i mean yeah, and that's what you want to do so. yeah you want to keep people engaged and just have a plethora of different things for them to actually watch kind of like the whole netflix model you don't have to keep mm. watching comedies movies you can just keep switching as long as you're on the platform and like you said everybody's got their online service now and they're making it such an easy transition you know, obviously, Sony's going for a little bit of a hiccup now in terms of people uh, stacking. Uh, what's it called? The oh, PlayStation they blocked Plus. it now. They blocked it. Oh, they, they blocked it now. Yeah, blocked. <laughs> it's gone. Can't do that anymore. Oh gosh, man. Yeah, but um, but yeah, but I think it's all about engagement. As long as they continue that, they're they're onto a winner and they prep for the future. So um, yeah, man, good good moves, man, good moves. Excellent. Well, you've got some news um, that will be interesting for FIFA players. Yes, uh, so it seems like um, EA Sports has confirmed that it's testing FIFA 22 crossplay online multiplayer. Although the feature will not only be coming to select modes, uh, sorry, although the feature will only be coming to select modes, uh, the FIFA Ultimate Team isn't one of them, apparently. The developer confirmed in a blog post that crossplay will be given a test drive in the future, with players given a chance to compete against fellow gamers on other systems uh, for time for the time being the test will be available on ps5 xbox series x and s and google stadia which is a oh my god such a good service uh, it's just a shame that they don't have to support it uh, while we mm. want to they go on to say while we want to enable our players to play as with as many friends um and others as possible we are limited to test to these two modes with the aim of reducing the chance of introducing new issues into the game. We are confident that the game data and feedback that we get from these two modes will help inform how cross-play could further be implemented in future titles. Uh, sticking with EA, EA Play subscribers on PS5 and PS4 will be able to hit the ice as part of their subscription on May 12th, 2022, when NHL 22 becomes available to download. So, we're, 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 we're bridging the gaps now, you know, you know, there used to be red versus blue, green versus blue, Nintendo versus it's that. It just seems like this whole world mm. gaming is now beginning to converge and to see Google Stadia in the mix. I mean, obviously, well, I think FIFA. it has to be, it has to be Google Stadia. I know I knock Nintendo all the time, but the FIFA versions on the Switch, the Switch, it's the legacy version. It's a completely different engine, everything. It just wouldn't work. But I think when the new Switch comes out, if it is more powerful and they're using the same engine that the PS5 and the series versions, you'll just see that slot in there perfectly easy. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's big. And I think you'll see a lot more flex from FIFA once, well, from EA Sports once the name change happens next year and they lose the FIFA branding and they've got a lot more freedom to do what they want with the football game. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's good to see crossplay. It just, again, it just means that PlayStation gamers will be smashing Xbox gamers in FIFA, you know, <laughs> because... Yeah, sorry, go for FIFA. <laughs> I was going to say, because you always see on the thing is if football players yeah. are playing like FIFA for like a video or a promotional thing and stuff like that. Yeah. It's so funny because they're told like if it's marketed by Xbox, like, oh, you got to play it on Xbox. But in the video, they're like, oh, but I don't play Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be you know, interesting, things actually, like that it? so it, they can play with what they want now you know which will be yeah, kind of cool forever like i was gonna say that well two things really um one as you were just talking about um ps5 versus xbox um you know really just competition it's gonna be interesting to see who would actually smash people more what what platform is it easier to beat somebody on i mean which is the better console to play on and um mm. I haven't actually played FIFA 2022, but does it actually have um, uh, resistor triggers? You know, adaptive triggers on that? No, no, it, it, it not 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 like PlayStation, but it's more like every time they do like the major world championships and stuff like that. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's always PlayStation controllers and Is PlayStation it? machines that are used for the FIFA tournaments. You know, yeah. and now you see a lot of FIFA and Sony tournaments taking place online and things yeah. like that. And I mean, there are sometimes where um ea just get it wrong and they change and they go with microsoft but it's always at a time where it doesn't work because everybody wants to play on the playstation and i think that's mm. like a cultural thing so it's just mm. what you, when it comes to football games everybody has kind of grown up with playing a, with a playstation controller PlayStation, so so does it yeah but what about the um what's it called? you know when you're talking about uh e-football uh that's pretty much gonna be free that's free to play now right mm. Yeah, yeah, and then you got FIFA, which is now on. Isn't that on the PS now or PS Plus for? Yeah, it's May. PlayStation Plus for me. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you can so, see the combat, right? You can see the combat. It's already started. That's, yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. The, the yeah, war so. is back. You know, so it it's is, even though cool. it's only for a month, it's only going to be for a month, though, right? But it's they, a, well, it's a key point. 
it's a smart move because it, it was is. when it, it came. It's interesting how it came a month after the eFootball update came back and players came back and engagement came back and then mm. FIFA went free. So like, yeah, yeah it's interesting. But um, <laughs> I'm excited about this next story. Uh, oh, yeah, number yeah, six. Got- Tango Gamesworks has lifted a lid on a full list of Ghostwire Tokyo updates for um, patch notes 1.003. But the big one, Alex, is is it adds VRR support for PS5 owners as well as a selection of content celebrating the Japanese Children's Day holiday. So, you know, VRR support in what was already an amazing looking game in Ghostwire Tokyo is making me think, oh, I want to try this game. So I'm definitely going to try it. But also, a little bit of news, Sony has confirmed a new tweet that Blue 12's furry adventure, Stray, which is that cat game oh, that yeah, you saw yeah. at the launch event and yeah, it yeah. looked visually stunning, is launching mm. this summer for PS5 okay. and PC from Annapurna Studios. So, yeah, man, it's uh, it's the games are slowly coming, you know? Yeah, they're coming, they're coming. And uh, I'm going to give Sony credit, despite what's, you know, this whole console show, um, sorry, um, uh, chip shortage that we're all going through. You know, they're, they're still keeping the news. They're still making sure that there's good quality content being released and that there's something to look forward to, especially in the like of, you know, service games. Um, so it's it's hard out there, man. <laughs> it really mm. is. But, um, but yeah, man, uh, that, that Stray game, I mean, it did look interesting. Would I get in it? I don't know if I, I would even give a crap about it, though, to be honest. I'll try <laughs> but, it. I'll try it, it uh, but I won't right. pay 20 quid for it. You know what I mean? Uh, it looks no. interesting. I think because it, it's the thought of being able to move like around the world like a cat is intriguing mm-hmm. and especially when it looks as visually stunning as what we've seen it's more like let's see how it works you know let's see how the gameplay loop is let's see how it how you the movement works and everything because that, that if you're playing as a cat the shit you can do with the dual sense is unbelievable so like yeah, yeah it'll be really um uh intriguing to see how it works Selling your car doesn't have to mean haggling with strangers or pretending to be a car connoisseur. Simply sell your car the motorway way. It's the new sell your car from home way. All while car dealers compete to give you the best price way. It's the you could get up to £1,000 more way. The your car gets picked up from home way. By the way, did we say it's the completely free way? This is the new way to sell your car. This is the motorway. Sell your car at motorway.co.uk. People are creating more of what they love with Windows 11 and Intel. The best thing about Windows 11 is the snap assist where you can have multiple windows open. It's like having a clean room. <laughs> and I've noticed the increase of speed. I'm able to just render a lot faster. For me, honestly, it's all about the pen. I can do a little sketch, not being afraid of doing anything wrong. You have endless opportunities. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm just a fan. Learn more about Windows 11 PCs with the Intel Evo platform at windows.com slash brings you closer. Pen sold separately. So um, remix totally messed up all the numbers. Well, I thought we'd done six. We didn't totally skip number four. So we're back at number four in a story, Alex, that we have covered from the beginning here mm-hmm. on the latest PS5. Every little detail about it, oh, yeah. our listeners have been made aware mm-hmm. about it. Um, and we're back, unfortunately, to talk about chip shortages. Oh, yeah which have plagued the tech industry from all sides over the last two years. And according to um, Pat Gelsinger, Chief Executive Officer at Intel, that's likely going to remain now into 2024. He told CNBC, the shortages will continue because the tools needed to make the chips are also now in short supply, which of course leads to less chips being made. That's part of the reason. That, the chips. Uh. <laughs> that's part of the reason that we believe the overall semiconductor shortage will now drift into 2024 from our mm. earlier estimates in 2023. Just Ooh. because the shortages have now hit equipment and some of those factory ramps will be more challenged. But more importantly, this definitely does not bode well for both Sony and Nintendo, who have both already cut big forecasts in production due to massive chip shortages. But like. Yeah. It's, wow. it's, it's, it's we're not seeing the end of this, Alex. Man, no, it's not. No, we're gonna go yeah, no. an entire PlayStation generation with mm-hmm. chip shortages. You know what I mean? It's gonna be <laughs> weird as hell. It will be known as the chip shortage generation. You know, and like everybody will always debate. Well, 
how much would they have sold if they actually had everything on you know on the shelves? But uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, everyone's been a bit more modest with their um, projections now. I mean, Nintendo say that they're going to be only shifting what twenty million for this year now, as opposed to smashing it with um, thirty million. No, so the, my... they, they, no, no, no. They, they, that statement wasn't sell. That was the, that what they were aiming to like make. Aiming. They don't know if they can hit it yet. They've changed uh, the word. Oh, Sony, Nintendo, they've changed their wording not to yeah, sell through, but to uh, manufacture. Yeah, sure. <laughs> But like, you know, as they said, that it's just going to drift into 2024. I mean, it doesn't even give any indication whether that's going to be first quarter, even first mm-hmm. half. It could be towards the end. We could be looking at 2025 before we actually see some good consistency in terms of production. But you've got to understand, it's not just... Um, so you've got to think about it this way, listeners. Okay. AMD, Intel, NVIDIA, you look at all these companies that make chips, right? You look at all the contractors that got... Yes, they can make millions and... that. They'll be like, yeah, we've got to give them to Sony, we've got them to Nintendo. But you've got to remember, who pays the most gets the most, right? Unless it's in the contract. And the number yeah. one priority is in the mobile phone industry because they they will order the most, you know. Yeah. Then you're looking at, um, yeah, you're looking at like, you know, computer software. You're looking at game consoles. You're looking at electronics. You're looking at electronic mm-hmm. cars. You're looking at normal cars. You're looking at laptops. Anything electrical, pretty much. 99% of things have a semiconductor chip in it. Yeah. So it's just like the back catalog is crazy. But then when you've got Apple, Samsung and everyone, you know, making all these phones and people constantly buying them, it's just, the line is just going to keep getting longer and longer and waiting for it. It is. It is. And it's just scary. But I mean, you've got companies like, is it TSMC? Yeah, TSMC, they're the, the Taiwanese chip manufacturer. So now they're setting up in uh, the US. So they're building their new factory over there, which is going to be ready what was supposed to be 2023 now 2024 could be 2025 and then who knows what's mm. going to happen after that so i think we're going to it's going to force a lot of uh, companies to really shift heavily online and to utilize the tech that we already have and trying like continue experiences that way you know so we're going to be seeing less hardware in terms of you know whether getting uh, games on disc for example just opting for more digital assets and it's going to be interesting to find um to see the companies that you mentioned like intel and amd um, you know, get a bit more, or sorry, even NVIDIA, uh, get more creative in terms of what they can do with the software that they've already got out there. You know, we've got the DSLR, we've got the um, DLSS, uh, we've got the uh, um, uh, AMD's version as well, you know, which is obviously updating the graphics already on the Nintendo Switch, you know, so even though they can't come out with a brand new console, they're still finding ways to enhance, you know, the quality of life of the console that's already out there at the moment. So, it's, it's only going to lead to good things. You know, hopefully it just keeps uh, breeding innovation and um, it doesn't mean that this whole uh, this I generation think I, I, I honestly think it, just, it extends this generation to like eight, nine years probably. You know what I mean? Well, this is it. I think, you know, I think this is going to be like PlayStation's last console. You know what I mean? I really do. I think it's just going to be iteration days. Like how much more do we need from like from a console standpoint? Maybe Mate, a, if a slimmer, I'm not plugged slimmer in version? To... If this shit isn't plugged into the back of my head like Neo in the Matrix, then we're not there yet, mate. We're not there. Well, well, you know well I, mean? I think we are not there. With uh, 5G as well being incorporated everywhere, you know, and streaming becoming just a lot more proficient. You've seen Google Stadia and how good that is. You know, it's just a case of just building upon it. You don't need consoles for much longer. You know, you really won't need it. And they're trying to make 5G as uh, ubiquitous, ubiquitous as like what? As, as electricity, as water, as air, you know, so it'll get to the stage where it doesn't really matter what unit you're using, as long as you have an input and output device of some sort, you're good, you know, and it'd mm. be a case of, well, my headset's a lot lighter than yours or whatever, you know what I mean, measure is, but um, I don't know, it's exciting times though, and I do think that we're just going to be pushing more towards a, a Ready Play One future before we know it really, because why not? <laughs> why not? But anyway, enough of that. Definitely. Uh, so that's what we got next. Oh, we got the charts, mate. That's where you were going to land oh, yes. and hit us with some chart update. Okay, so uh, yeah, so every week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we dive into the UK sales charts. It's a good indication of what's going around around the world. And this week, uh, we'll start in with uh, number ten, and it has Animal Crossing: New Horizons. At number nine, Kirby: The Forgotten Land. At number eight, the game that never dies: Grand Theft Auto Five. Again, I want uh, you to know. <laughs> yeah. 
I bought it today on you PlayStation Network. Yeah, yeah. So I downloaded GTA Online. Oh, Once it installs into your PlayStation, you yeah. have two options, um, yeah. GTA Online or Story Mode. If you go to yeah. the Story Mode before the end of this month, it's only £9. Okay, 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 cool. So I picked so, up right, GTA. Yeah. I thought, right, so, so I picked up the PS5 so, version of GTA And that's exactly 5. why. That's exactly but why this quit. game will never die. You know, because there's people like you, and eventually they're going to get to ah! me as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's still people out there who don't pound. have it. <laughs> Listen, Alex, <laughs> yeah, £9 for GTA yeah. 5 on PS5. Well, you must well do it. Yeah, well, we're going to have to, isn't it? I mean, this is going to be one of the best meta universes to be a part of soon by the next five years, can you imagine? Um, all right, number seven, uh, we have Elden Ring, which people are just saying is an epic game, and I really can't wait to finish uh, Horizon. Uh, for wait, well, you're not allowed to touch it, mate. We have to wait oh, until the, the ray uh, tracing patch. Oh, the ray tracing. Well, yeah, let's hope that works. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there's no delays on that. Uh, at number six, we have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, another game that never dies. Uh, at number five, we have Pokemon Legends Arceus. At number four, Horizon Forbidden West. If you have not played this game, ladies and gentlemen, go out there and play it. Uh, at number three, Gran Turismo 7. Uh, at number two, Lego Star Wars, which has been knocked off the top spots. Again, uh, the, the run Wars continues, yeah, Alex. It does. No, no game this year is going past three weeks. Three and weeks? Like Ooh. consecutive weeks at number yeah, one. No yeah, one is yeah, going yeah. past three weeks. The knockout and Lego was actually knocked off the top spot by none other than Nintendo Switch Sports, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, you know, which proves that they, you know, it wasn't a fluke with the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> Maybe I don't no. know. It's only the first week. We'll see. You know. It but, was um, bundled in with the bloody thing, it so was it was. Yeah, you know what I mean? It. But it's kind of cool, like. <laughs> To see, I just love the fact that in the UK, nothing can hold the number one spot for more than yeah, three weeks. Yeah, Every yeah, time you're like, yeah, Gran Turismo is going to hold it, it gets knocked off. Pokemon's going to hold it, it gets knocked off. Nope. Everything just keeps falling. Even Elden Ring, you're like, yeah, that will hold it. Nope. GT7 nope. knocked it off after a week. Like, yeah. it was just like madness. Yeah. Horizon, yeah, number one. Nope. You're not holding it. Nothing yeah. is holding number one. And that's what makes it cool, man. And, but there's, I don't know what can knock it off. There's not nothing really out now. Like, what for the next few weeks? weeks trying to think it could be we'll have to we'll have to see but like it'll probably be lego star wars back at number one back at this is gonna be like for 22 (laughs) you know like let's see if switch sports can keep it for four weeks can something get to four weeks consecutively place your bets ladies and gentlemen in the comments section below and obviously you can get back in touch with us at the latest ps5 on twitter or the latest ps5 at gmail.com uh, but diving back into the charts, we have uh, speaking during its 2021 financial report, uh, Activision Bigwigs revealed that the Call of Duty Vanguard failed to meet its internal expectations, partly blaming the game's poor performance on its World War II setting. Wow. So, yeah, just something to put, you know, we always kind of go into a little bit of numbers news as well with the yeah. charts, if there's anything big. They think it didn't sell well. It's a fucking it's, great campaign, you know, but yeah, it? you can see because when you, when you, when you strike gold, we spoke about it at the top of the show about you just need one hit. Mm. And Warzone, they did one game, one hit, and it worked, right? Call of yeah, Duty yeah. Warzone was massive. People aren't going to transition from playing Warzone to World War II, Two. you know? Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it ain't going to work like that. Yeah, um, everybody keep, kind yeah, of like, nah, forward. nah, 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 nah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think Warzone hurt. Vanguard more than the World War Two setting. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people just want to play Warzone. They were like, I don't need it's to play card. You know? Yeah, so. it's true. That, and that's it now. It's like we're. I think we're. Are we plateauing? That's a good question. Actually, are we plateauing in terms of gaming experiences? Because are they actually offering anything as you know as dramatic as you know the, the previous generation in the past? Well, I don't know. I think it just depends. Like Call of Duty is Call of Duty. FIFA is FIFA. Those sort of games could be plateauing. But then when you look at the success of like. Elden Ring and um, Horizon Forbidden. There's, there's space for everything, which is great. Mm. What's alarming in the industry probably is games like Call of Duty, and we will see when Grand Theft Auto Six comes out. Like, what are they struggling a little bit? Because the only thing that seems to be bucking the trend, not even Fortnite is bucking the trend. The only thing that seems to buck the trend is there's two things: Minecraft and Grand Theft Auto Online. They're the only two things that just seem to be consistent. You know, everything yeah. else is going to, is like, is it, isn't it, is it, isn't it? You yeah. know, death, taxes, Minecraft and GTA Online. That's all you can guarantee. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, consistent. And what is also consistent is the letters from our listeners, which we get every single week. And like I just said, not too long ago, 
let us know your thoughts. Uh, we love to hear from you. We get writers from everywhere, well, from all around the world. And uh, we have one from uh, Mark from Los Angeles. So, Mark, um, and Mark asks, uh, what up from the far west in, of the US? I miss going to Sony conferences. Uh, I don't know if the, that's like a Los Angeles accent. <laughs> anyway, do you think Sony will do in-person large conferences again? Good question. I tell what you what, I only me. miss one thing from large conferences, and that's crowd that's reaction. That's uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true, actually. Yeah. Like when Kratos walked out for that first time on that 2018 unveil back, like the yeah. crowd went batshit crazy when Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake and like Last Guardian and Shenmue yeah. 3 all in the same show, like Horizon, yeah. when that was shown off, everything, when these games are all like shown off and the crowd go crazy. I think that was, you can go back and just watch like the Sony, like if you look at like some of the best crowd reactions to these conferences, 80% of them are from Sony conferences because Sony knew how to do it, yeah. how to generate it. And mm. I'll be honest with you though, man, I like these digital showcases because they're tight as fuck. They like, are. With, they are. There's, there's no filler of waiting for yeah. some fucker to walk on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then you're like, shut up, man. Just show the game. Yeah, yeah, just Whereas the it. digital is just you can sit down with a JD and like, yeah. bang, 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 <laughs> done. Thank and you. It's a lot cheaper as well for the companies as well. Exactly, so exactly. About, uh, even though um, every, a lot of companies have been relying on Twitter recently, but uh, I've seen recent news. Uh, Elon Musk has recently t- purchased Twitter, or pretty much has a majority stake, and there is now talks of monetizing the advertising that a lot of companies have been taking for free. You know, mm. so it, it's about time because I don't think Twitter's actually like uh, made a decent. Well, it's made in, making money, but it could the potential is just so much greater. So, you know, this this could be next. You know, what I mean, charging companies like Sony to Listen, make a post. Mark. I will tell you, I will tell mm. Alex, and I'll tell all the listeners, you want the best exposure for your digital showcase. Mm. You don't do it in person. You don't do it online. You do it in GTA 5. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Now, nah, but look at that. You look, do that at, look at GTA online, right? Yeah, but look at that. Look at, um, what's it called? Look at Fortnite. You know what I mean? When Travis they had, Scott. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Travis Scott in there, you know? Um, you did that Ariana Grande, and there was 17 Ariana million Grande. people there. So she did look a live that. digital concert, and she had 17 million people watching. So that know? could so, be the next thing, really. I mean, E3 will pretty much come back as a VR experience, you know? Which E3 will come back invited. as a GTA online expansion. <laughs> GTA, yeah, 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 exactly. Get your avatar. <laughs> and it's just going to be that weird dystopian future. I can, I can, I can see what Mark you know, was saying, because if they were still doing them, I'd be like, let's go. You yeah. know, let's go to one and things like that. And it'd be mm. amazing because they are, when you go to a live conference, they are fucking amazing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. then when you look at how tight a digital showcase is now, especially when Sony do the summer showcases, they're just on point and tight as hell. Yeah. And it's fun to do because you watch it, you get, well, this is only pertains to me and Alex, you watch it mm. in 1080 live stream, you get smashed, you wait a couple of minutes, then you watch it all again in 4K <laughs> while 4K. still getting smashed. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you can't do that live event. But yeah, Mark, great question. And uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, but we'll see what happens. You know, we will see what happens. Um, <laughs> that's a tough question though. You know, it's, it's kind of sad as well because literally we are seeing the death of like, you know, conferences. E3 is not happening this year. Does it need to happen anymore? You know, um, anyway, we'll change anyway, Mark. Cheers for the question. Uh, we have another one from uh, Omar. Omar comes from Iran. Um, and he says, uh, hi, latest PS5 team. Um, I love Astro, but like you, uh, but another team will wear it off for a second title. Um, what can they do uh, to make the second title as good as the first Oh, that's a nice question. Omar, question. I'm not going to lie out. I was actually thinking about this earlier yeah. this week. Yeah? What are you thinking? Because out of fucking nowhere, a yeah. kid walked past me in an Astrobot t-shirt. What? And the first thing that popped into in my head. In the wild? Is, Where the <laughs> yeah. fuck did you get an Astrobot t-shirt from? I want, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want one, right? But like, <laughs> yeah. and then I, I remember, and I was t- and I was telling um, my son about it when I got home, and then it, he was like, oh, I want to play Astrobot. So he was playing it and I was on my phone mm-hmm. and I looked up and I was watching him and I just, and I, and I remembered yeah. just the whole feeling of Astrobot. Now, Astrobot had advantages. It was the demo launch game, you know, yeah. trial that you had for place. It was the tech demo for PS5. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was a tech demo because it was, it was like four hour game. You know what I mean? So like it was a game. 
it was, but it was the tech demo. But it was like a slightly extended tech demo. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. But it was the tech demo, right? So you had that excitement of the PlayStation Five pad. You're feeling the dual sense for the first time, the audio, everything, Mm. and you're just happy. But the most importantly, what made that game amazing was the nostalgia of the, oh, what yeah. was in the game. You know, seeing yeah. Tekken, seeing Metal Gear, Last of Us. Yeah. All this shit was just like, true. oh, this is amazing. So I can see what Omar's asking. You've got to take mm-hmm. all these factors out now. How do they hit that beat with a second game? Mm. I'm going to tell you, Omar, how you hit that beat with a second game. Yeah. You do it in GTA Online. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you, you do more of it. Are you, you working make, for him? You make better tech, you better use. Now they've had time. Imagine what that dual sense is going to do for the second game. Like when we spoke, when we had our interview with Team Kill Media a few weeks back, if you haven't heard that interview, go back and listen to it. It's great. They talk yeah. about the detail and the shit you can do with the dual sense controller. Imagine Team Asobi mm. with it. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God, I can't wait. They're going to play tricks with 3D audio. They're like the, the cuddly version of the Psycho Mantis battle. And that's <laughs> what you're going to get, I think. But you've got to keep the nostalgia. It has to, again, it has to be a love letter to PlayStation, but you've got to find a way to do it. Imagine this time Astro is going into levels which are themed around the game. That's what you I was thinking. I mean? Yeah, kind of like, like a Kingdom of Hearts scenario, you know what I mean? But like, you know, just no, love but dude, letter imagine to PS- like the jungle level. Mm. It's actually like overgrown, like The Last of Us 2, like you know, jungle, right, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and and yeah. and it's not clickers, mm-hmm. it's corrupted role uh, bots coming yeah, after coming you, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, Astro like, and shit like that. Yeah, but dude, yeah, I just like... thought of like, imagine if he did that and then he went into like a samurai fucking Astro bot world. Oh, yeah, where man. he's actually going around like as he's holding like the, the sword or something. Yeah, that could actually work. It, it'd that be amazing. Be that would be really good because that would just give you more of what was they were hinting. I'm just picturing um, like a, just... a Astro Bot Thunderjaw. <laughs> yeah, that would be It'd be hilarious. Yeah, and that would a good narrative as well if they just worked on the story a bit because there was not really a story in this one. Yeah, but I think it was basically it was you were they were in your PlayStation Five, weren't they? That's, yeah, what, that's yeah, what the game. Yeah, was. That's it. But I think because yeah. Team Asobi's gone a lot bigger, they shut down Studio Japan. They focused it all as Team Asobi. They've got a lot more people mm. working on the game. They've got their time working on the game. I think you will see loads of fun little mini games, high score tables like you did. But I think there will be like a full blown campaign this time, like the VR version, Astrobot Rescue Mission. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think you will see that. Yeah, we'll see. Well, there, you've heard it here first, you know, and hopefully Team Asobi is listening, thinking, ah, they know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, cheers, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for your uh, letters. Uh, like I said before, and as we say it again, at Latest PS5, if you want to holler at us at Twitter and by email, thelatestps 5 at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you or just leave a comment in the comment section below. Yep, and this is my favorite bit now. Uh, oh, yeah. the segment which is keep, keep an eye on, oh, where yes. we basically uh, talk about a game that hasn't come out yet or has come out yet that has kind of gone under the radar, maybe, and you may not have heard about it. And this week, it's an unreleased game. Alex, you spoke about it a couple of weeks back, Unpacking, which mm-hmm. is coming to PlayStation 5. Yeah, tell us about it. Won a few awards as well throughout awards season in the major, um, category like major awards. Mm-hmm. Um, celebrations and stuff so it's published by humble games developed by witch beam it is available now on pc came out november 2021 so unpacking basically takes something as crazy and as annoying as a chore of moving home think about Mm -hmm. how annoying it is to pack and then travel and then unpack right but it turns it into a really enjoyable single player experience so the game i'm going to tell you the whole game is literally taking items out of boxes and positioning them around your new home. That's it. That's the game. That's all it is, right? But it's just a chilled out experience. You have no idea what comes out of the box. It's basically Tetris interactive until you you don't know what the next piece is until you put it out. What makes it cool, there's no timers, no scores. You simply yeah. have to find a home for every single piece no cuts, uh, but the thing is, out. Oh, you can't just like if a kettle comes out, you can't just put it down. You have to put it within distance of a plug. You know yeah. what I mean? It yeah, has to yeah, go yeah. to like so realistic to areas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then what makes it cool? There's no cutscenes or words or anything. It's just chilled out music. You find out about the owner mm-hmm. and the story by the objects you unpack. Interesting. 
You know what I mean? Who's his, so who's, your, who's his game? Who's his game for them? Who do you, who do you see buying? You know what it is. It could be for anybody. It can be a, a Call of Duty player who just wants something different. You know, <laughs> yeah. I spoke. I've got a mate um, who I won't name, who is literally a two game a year person, a three game a year, a three game a generation person, and that's FIFA, Call of Duty every year, and then a Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto game. Doesn't play anything else. That's him, and he prestiges, Solid. prestiges, prestiges. That's all he does. Hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. of hours. He went through a life thing where he just felt really down and stuff, and he played Journey. Yeah. And people need to understand that if you're feeling shit, Journey is the game to fucking play because it will break you down emotionally without a single word and lift you straight back up. You know what I mean? Um, Beautiful game, isn't it? It it is. And Unpacking is just that really chilled out game. It's not a game that you're going to be like, I'm going to play it for a month. You will say to me, I'll be like, Alex, what are you playing? You'll be like, oh, I'm playing Unpacking. Next week, you'll be like, yeah, I finished unpacking. What an mm-hmm. experience. You know what I mean? It's just a great experience for somebody to open their eyes and play the game. So highly recommended for people to keep an eye out on unpacking. You can YouTube it. The link to the trailer is in the description of this podcast. Go back to previous episodes. Um, you don't have to listen to the episodes. If you've already listened to it, you can just go to the descriptions and you'll see the links for those games each week. But I humbly sincere you to go and look at the unpacking trailer the link is in the description go ladies and gentlemen that's the recommendation for the week so go check it out we always try and get out of the box recommendations see what i did there Definitely. Uh, so yeah, go check but alex it out you know what back. is back you know what, what is what's, being what's unpacked back this what week? is back we got what is being unpacked this week my friend is which mm. we uh misplaced last week because we were shattered and exhausted really? on our feet <laughs> jeopardy in the playstation quiz this is listen, oh this yes is where i asked alex a question in Jeopardy form, he asks me a PlayStation quiz question. While you're listening, try and answer it yourselves. You know, I can see Alex here. Alex can see me on Zoom, so we're not cheating. We do have time limits on these, but not if it's like a multi-choice question or a, you know, like name me 15 Gran Turismo fucking games, which Alex told me and <laughs> expected me to name 15 Gran Turismo games in 10 seconds. Just do it. <laughs> you can't do this. So... Are you ready for your Jeopardy question? Yeah, go for it. Well, what you Listeners, for I hope you're ready. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> la, 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 la. Okay. <laughs> I am a knight of an order with many names. I am not a kid, but some think so. So think about that. I am a knight of an order mm-hmm. with many names. I am not a kid, but some think so. I know you've played this game, so you but it might not be at the forefront of your memory. I am a knight of an order with many names. I am not a kid, but some think so. It's a good one this week, right? It is, it is a, a very good one. Good one. one. Yeah, yeah, that is that is definitely causing me to scratch something. Um <laughs> <laughs> Many names. All right, then. So is a knight. Okay, so this isn't possibly a, a FromSoft game, is it? No, 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 no. Uh, Okay, so... No, it's not it's, it, it's not a game where you can choose, like, a knight as a class. Okay, that don't count, because yeah, that's, yeah, okay. that's a that's an Alex dig move, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. where you do that shit. Because <laughs> it works. Um, all right, then. You know, I'm going to take a massive shot in the dark with this one, and it's just... Uh, you know what? The, you know the key thing. I'm a kid, but some. I'm not a kid, but some think so. Um, and it's because it, it crossed my mind the other day, actually. So I'm just going to throw it out there and see what happens. Uh, is it Nero from uh, Devil May Cry? It is indeed. Fuck is it? it out. I can't <laughs> believe this. Like what the hell? Like seriously. <laughs> He's oh my part, well, he, he's initially a knight of an order. He's got many different names, you know what I mean? And one of them is kid, but mm-hmm. he doesn't think he's a kid. And I just do not have the flying F. How you well, got that? Like, well, well, I think this this came from some divine being or something because I was literally thinking about this game the other day. So obviously that's 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 what it was told. This is from a, another parallel universe, but yo. You can't knock me off the top spot. You hear this? Do you hear this? <laughs> mm, uh, anyway, that, uh, listen, anyway. I'm not. Uh, oh my god! Like, yeah, how dude, no, no, it's not. It's not happening. You know, it's not happening. Anyway, but this is gonna. This is gonna bake your noodle because I think. Um, <clears throat> 
you know, you can't keep throwing me these these easy ones, you know. Devil May Cry, yeah, I got that one. <laughs> easy problem. ones, like that was easy. Got your face was perplexed. About? <laughs> listeners, I can't believe that's what right. it was, you know. Really, man, I was like, come on, dude, really. The, listeners, again, when it comes to the Jeopardy questions, the key thing is just listen out for the key words in the sentence, and then work your magic in your memory. Right. And I knew you had played the game. But I thought mm-hmm. he he kind of thought about it recent like obviously for years and years. But obviously he fucking thought about it the other day. So I was like, yeah, oh shit, the other day, just the other day. <laughs> so I just thought I just throw it in there and see what happens, man. You can't help yourself. But I'm definitely feeling like I've got the uh, um what's it called the magic star from Mario right now, infinite man. I'm inf- I've got the infinity star right now. But um anyway, over to you now. Obviously you can't you can't knock me off this off this uh, you know this platform. But for you, dude, we have something from the fans. The fans have hollered back. And they know that this question is going to stump you off your feet, mate. So uh, are you are you ready? Are you ready, dude? Motherfuckers are always trying to skate uphill and I get it. So hit me. All right. Okay. Mate, I fucking... What was I asked the other week? Two weeks ago? How many symbols are on the back of a PlayStation That was amazing. Vita? Yeah, yeah. That was nuts. That was crazy, dude. Honest to God, I think only the guy who designed the Vita would know that. And Even luckily, I had an A. You like, what? Luckily, I had an A, B, and C, and I just took a wild guess, and my one in three chance came out. I would have lost it. All right, dude. Well, this is it. This is this is what you're gonna lose it. So just 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 listen carefully to this one. <clears throat> Can you name six authentic sports games that launched with the PS3? Can you name six authentic sports games that launched with PS3? So when you mean authentic, are you mean do you mean like real sport? I'm talking real real life sports, sports, real life sports simulators, you know, the the creme de la creme that came out with that uh, amazing console. So what you got? And the timer starts now. No, no timer on this one. So you're telling me that full (laughs) auto battle lines is not an authentic sport with cars blowing up and shit. What are you talking about? All right. (laughs) We're not even talking about PS3 launch. PS3 launch. (laughs) Launch. Yeah, yeah. So you had an interesting one, isn't it? Six authentic sports. All right. Obviously, number one straight off the bat, Fight Night. Uh, okay. That's Fight Night Round Three. Uh, Tiger Woods, because I bought that, those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, NHL was number three. Virtua Tennis bought that as well. Four. Okay. Snooker came out because I was going to buy it, but I didn't. That was five, and then yep. number six, uh, Formula One, because I bought that as well. Six sports games for PlayStation Three: Tiger Woods, Fight Night, NHL, World Snooker, Virtua Tennis, Formula One. All Listeners. Right. All right. What you saying? <laughs> you know what? Listeners, come on. We need to come back with this. Come on. We need to seriously. This is not good enough, listeners. Right. This is, this you is, just this said is it terrible. before the question. Listeners, <laughs> this you've done well thing. this week. <laughs> we thought we had this one. We came together. We had a meeting. There's no way that you're going to be able to look, well, name off six authentic sports games. But you did it. And congratulations. It's because I regrets. bought most of them. <laughs> <laughs> you brought most of them. But again, Listen, you put it when the PlayStation 3 came out, yeah. Alex was there with his brother. My cousin was there. My brother was there, and everything. And like yeah. I, you remember how expensive the PS3 was? I spent about a close to like a grand and a half on just random ass shit, man. <laughs> Me and my brother, like we, put, we bought the PS3, we bought pads, we bought so many fucking games for some no apparent reason. Yeah. We bought just stupid shit, man. You know what I mean? And but we played the hell out of all of them, you know. And played the hell out of it, man. And some epic times, man. They had some seriously listeners, crazy listeners. Matches. Can I just say it's it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you know, I couldn't I couldn't really hear it. There for you. All right, then yeah, okay. Enough <laughs> of that. Yeah, scratch that out. Listeners, you know, we're putting out a call as a public service announcement. Holler at me okay so remember we're gonna do this by email yeah i know it's old school but anyway for latest ps5 at gmail.com that may that sonny won't be able to see anything and we're gonna find a question that stumps him off his pedestal which he has secured amazingly with these <laughs> these questions right now so anyway come on remember, uh, the sitting PS5 on the throne like kratos at the end of god of war 2 like he's just he's on leaning on, on that shit come on come on listeners come on listeners we need to hear back from you so uh next week let's make it happen oh but congratulations dude congratulations just remember, this is going to be the last week that you're you're on top. I'm sorry. I, I believe in the fans. I can, I can feel the energy now. It's it's coming through. <laughs> but 
But uh, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks again for getting to the end of the podcast. Um, we hope that you've enjoyed your your run, your mountain climb, your uh, your kayaking. What did we have somebody doing the other day while they were listening on their boats? Pad paddling or some shit. Like paddling. That. Yeah, no yeah, kayaking. Yeah, yeah. It was kayaking. Ki- it was kayaking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, we hope that you've been enjoying uh, us and our voices. Yeah, giving you the latest news. Yeah, we know we've got the uh, the, the nice uh, advertisement lady. That's yeah, that's that's nice. But it's our voice that make this magic work. But anyway, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the podcast. Um, and let us know what you think about any of the uh, stories that we went through today. Uh, whether it was about the Sony's industry acquisitions, whether it's FIFA crossplay. What do you think about that? Um, the uh, VRR support uh, embracer group which is pretty much taking over the world it seems will they ever beat tencent is that even possible but anyway let us know your thoughts in the comment section below and uh, from me and him we'll see you next week but before that uh what's the final word mate what you got well i'm just proud that this is the first time i just smashed a question out that fast so (laughs) god of war to the my final closing comment is to the listeners okay Okay, and it's going to be of a Kratos thingy because you send you you send these questions in, thinking I'm gonna get him, and then I knock it straight back at you. <laughs> I haven't got one wrong yet, bro. Since we started this, <laughs> like many many a time ago, we can go back. So go you know, back. in yeah, the words of Kratos, <clears throat> in the words of Kratos, I am what the gods have made me. Don't be sorry, be better. The cycle does not end here. We must be better than this. Come on, Sparta! <laughs> so, so, so I'm hearing that you're, you're going for the, you're trying to get a voice acting <laughs> for uh, Kratos, Kratos Junior. <laughs> in fact, uh, in fact, you know, we'll leave it for next week. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 That's just opened up another box of questions. But anyway, listen, listen, listeners, listeners. <laughs> listeners. Let me be genuine with you and humble. In the words of. Um, Psychomantis, feed me more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listeners, you know, come with it, come on it, come on. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Good night, y'all. Right. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. 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 Welcome.